Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. We're back again. We are. We are back again. We've really been keeping up on those shows, boy. We really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No breaks here. Nope. No, we, yeah, we are. No, as we soon are as you say that, wire. they won't hear from us after this right. week. We got to, well, our next three shows are guest intensive shows. Mm-hmm. So we have to get our, 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 uh, we have to get our, we have to contact our stable of guests mm-hmm. and see who we can get on. Yeah. Um, availability becomes an issue, mm-hmm. especially during the summer. Everyone's out doing something. Except for us. Yeah. Me and you don't do a fucking thing. We no. just sit in our little rat holes on fucking jerk off but uh, most people have shit to do yeah so anyway um today today we are going to talk about the motorcycle adventure mm-hmm. <sighs> it's not going as smoothly as i envisioned um so so you are you saying that you painted a picture in your head yeah, and reality yeah. doesn't quite live up to the yeah, expectations I did. yeah okay um i'm a guy who needs pretty quick satisfaction I don't know if the listeners know that about me. I'm not a guy who's real good at like learning curves. Like I kind of either need to get enjoyment out of it right now, or I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Instant which is gratification yeah, is what they call that. Right. Which is why I've never gotten into like model shipbuilding or, you know, shipping a bottle or, um, glass blowing. I feel like that would all be things you have to kind of, you know, figure out as you go or bass guitar playing. Right. And that's not something, those things aren't things that give you like immediate, like, Ooh, I just started doing this five minutes ago and I already love it. Mm -hmm. I was under the impression (laughs) that motorcycling was a thing that you could just do. How hard can it be? How hard (laughs) can it be? My, 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 uh, my new motto. I told you this the other day. I might get that tattooed on me. Yeah. Because I say that all the time and usually it's wrong. And I told you that if you did get that to tattooed on it, you should put it right above your penis. That's true. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that any woman will ever see it again, but <laughs> it'd be funny for me to look at with a mirror because obviously I couldn't see it myself because I'm fat. So the motorcycling, I was under the impression that you could just get on one and just ride. Ride that sucker. It's like jogging. You just run. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Everyone knows the backstory. Last spring, I was supposed to take the course. Didn't get the permit in time. Missed the course. Didn't go. So this spring, I was all set. Mm-hmm. Signed up for the course way ahead of time. Had my spot. Got the bike all tuned up. Yep. I went, took the bike to the shop. Got it all set. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at the course, at the safety course, they used their motorcycle. So I didn't even need mine for that. But Right. But you wanted but, you But yeah, but I was planning on. Yeah, the, yeah, right. So... <clears throat> I was all set for the safety course. Um, wanted to get it out of the way early. So I took one. I found one, you know, an hour out of town. That way I could make sure that I got it in early. I didn't want to wait till July to do it because I figured, well, I'm going to be riding all summer. I don't want to wait for the course to be mm-hmm. done. To Right. So I went and took the course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday evening and then most of the day, Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Thursday evening is all in class. Right. Saturday, Sunday, you're out on the track. And there were... Out on the parking lot, I 12 say. people in the yeah. class? Yeah. <gasps> okay. So... Did the course, uh, what was that, a month ago now, probably? 
probably six weeks now. Yeah, maybe a little maybe. longer. Yeah. Um, course was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought I was doing okay. Um, you know, there are some things that I was having trouble with that it seemed like everyone was having trouble with. Um, I wasn't, you know, I certainly wasn't the class clown by any means. I think I was in the middle of the pack or I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the end of day two, you got to do the test. Right. To pass the course and to get your motorcycle license. A riding test. Yes. A practical test. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, they go to line us up for the testing and you have to do, you have to do the testing one at a time. Cause that's how they evaluate whether you're doing it or not. Sure. Right. So they set up all the little drills and all the cones and the whole thing. And, uh, they go alphabetical mm. for testing. So that's good for you. It was really good that I was the very first one to go through all the things. Mm. Not that that's an excuse, but I, it added some anxiety. I'll be honest. Well, I was yeah. the first one to do it. Right. So, uh, we go through the test and I won't go into all the stages of the test cause it's boring and whatever, but the very <coughs> first thing we have to do is, and we practice this during the weekend and, and I, sometimes I could do it. Sometimes I couldn't, I was hit or miss. I didn't do it, uh, right every time, but I also didn't fail it every time it was hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But basically, and anybody who's been through motorcycle class or whatever knows about this already, but essentially they draw a 20 foot wide box, like rectangle, and you have to ride along one side and do a U-turn inside the 20 foot box and ride back out without driving over the lines Mm -hmm. on the sides, right? Um, And I went to do that and I fucked it up good. I didn't fall off the bike. Which is good. Because that would have been instant failure. Mm-hmm. I didn't drop the bike on the ground, instant failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did uh, fuck up the turn, ended up putting my foot down, mm-hmm. which isn't instant failure, but you lose a lot of points for that. Um, and then we went through the rest of the test, and I had some little things here and there through the rest of the test that didn't go my way. Um, but nothing as catastrophic as that one was. Mm-hmm. So I felt like shit after the very first thing we did. Right. Instantly, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. Um, which didn't help either. So got in your head. Yep. And I'm really good at that. I'm really good at getting in my own head. Yeah. So at the end of the test, um, come to find out, find out that I failed, Mm -hmm. um, the course and the test. Because if you don't pass the test, you don't pass the course, obviously. Right. Um, and that sucked. Yeah. Because I was (laughs) thinking, oh, it, the point of the course is for people who've never ridden a motorcycle before to learn how to road. I'm that. Yeah. So right. it must not be that hard to pass. And I don't think it is that hard to pass. I think that, cause I, I'll be honest of everyone that took that, did that U-turn on that day. Um, I think only two or three actually stayed in the box. Most people touched the line or went over it a little bit, mm-hmm. but they didn't go way outside the line and put their foot down. Like I did. I fucked it up mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, I left that test feeling pretty shitty and, um, I was questioning what I was going to do. Fuck it. Maybe it's not for me. Right. Maybe I, maybe I just, maybe motorcycling is not for me. Sell the bike, get rid of it. Don't even worry about it anymore. Find a new hobby. Move on with life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I had some other options I was weighing on, on kind of what I was going to do. And then I decided after a few days, after calming down that, well, what I'll do is because the permit that you get from the state allows you to ride 
right away. Like you don't have to take this test just to go out and ride. Right. Um, the permit just means that if you, you know, so the, basically the license by having that means you can ride on the highways and you can ride at night and you can have a passenger. Mm-hmm. If you just have your permit, you have to ride during the day, not on highways, no passengers. Right. Which is fine because I wouldn't be comfortable having a passenger anyway. I don't know how often I ride at night anyway because it's that's a dangerous time to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and the highway thing, that would kind of suck, but I could figure, I could find a way around it. Right. Uh, so I was just going to keep riding with the permit. And then when I feel like I was ready, cause like I told you, there's guys who just don't want to deal with the test. They'll just renew their permit every year and just, they ride for years just on a permit. Sure. Cause they don't care about the highway thing. They don't care about riding at night. Yeah. The only pain in the ass with that is you have to redo the permit test every summer. Yeah. Um, and which is an easy written test. You just goes out of the book. It's just like it's, a driving test, but, but it's, it's still a thing a, you got to go do. Right. So... My thought was, well, maybe I will just um, keep riding the bike I have at home. And again, the bike for the course was a lot smaller than my bike. Um, so the bike I have, I bought is 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 bigger, and it's gonna. If I'm gonna take my test on that bike, it's gonna require a lot of practice. Because mm-hmm. if I can't do the U-turn on the little one, doing it on mine is gonna get more difficult. Right. Just requires practice, and that's not something I'm super good at. Again. I need a hobby that I feel like I have fun immediately. I can't work my way up to being good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, well, I'll just practice. I'll just go out and ride on weekends. And whenever I have downtime, go ride around parking lots, do my circles, do my loops, mm-hmm. get good at it. Right. And then maybe next summer, go take the license test and I'm good. Sure. And then it's funny because I, you know, last show we talked about the fuck yes, fuck no thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm applying that to hobbies now because I think that's a, I think that's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. The motorcycle thing was fuck yes until I realized that you have to like practice to like ride it safely, and mm-hmm. then it became a little more like I don't know. And then I went to the class and I was fuck yes. At the end of the class, I was like oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just failed. You know, out of our out of out of the twelve people that took the class, um, two of us failed. Or no, four of us four. failed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Four yeah. of us failed. Two of these <clears throat> two guys just totally fell off and dumped it, which is automatic failure. At least I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But two of us failed just out of points. We just got too many points because we fucked up too many little things. And that's a third of the class. Yeah. You know. Um, so <clears throat> I uh I was told and I called the the the, the college to make sure. As long as I do it during this summer, this season, I can, they'll, they'll have, they have a class where it's just people who failed the first time. You just have to redo day two, mm-hmm. all of day two, all the practice and everything, and then take the test. If you pass, you're good. And it's like 50 bucks to redo day two, but so I have to do it awful, this season. But yeah. Right. If I don't do it this season, I got to redo the, whole, do the thing whole thing in the future. Right. Or just go pay to take the state driving sure. test, which With I can your do. bike. Right. If I, yeah. So if I want to use theirs, I got to do it their way. Mine would be state. Um... And then, so after I realized that, I'm like, well, I got plenty of time to practice on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like, hey, if I can get halfway competent on mine, well, then when they have that fit, that, that class of the, uh, that I would have to go to to make it up. It'll be a cakewalk. It'd be a cakewalk because I'll be on a smaller bike. It'll feel a lot easier than me doing it on my bigger one. Right. The reality is, is that since that class ended, I haven't practiced on mine at all. Um, I've started it. You did. And I adjusted the clutch. 
mm-hmm. made sure that clutch was ready, but I haven't actually left my garage yet. Right. No. And that's key to practicing is leaving the garage. I think that would be a critical component yeah. of gaining experience yeah. is actually, you know, you got to drive further than three feet. Riding it. Yeah. 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 Um, and I haven't <clears throat> done that yet. Mm-mm. And I wonder if that's a sign. Because here's the thing. I could try to keep riding it and try to convince myself that I really want to do it. But do I really want to do it? Or am I doing it because I told everyone I was going to do it and now I feel like I have to do it? Because you know how I am. Yeah. If I tell everyone I'm doing something, I feel like I got to do it. Right. So now I'm starting to wonder, is it a fuck yes or a fuck no? Because I'll be honest, yesterday I didn't have anything going on all day long. Right. All day. And it was nice outside. Mm-hmm. Good day to go out. Yeah. I didn't fucking touch the garage door. Didn't even think about going out to get it. Yeah. And that tells me something. If it was a fuck yes, and I was really excited to be a motorcycle guy, you'd think I would have gone out there and been like, oh, perfect day. Let's go do it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even give it a second thought. Tomorrow supposed to be fairly nice outside. Mm-hmm. I'm already telling myself that I'm probably not going to go do it. And it's not even tomorrow yet. Now, so what am I doing here, right? If I don't plan on practicing, I'm never going to be able to ride it outside of my garage. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing then? Am I just going to hold on to it forever and just let it sit in the garage like a lot of guys do? Just let it get old and shitty and fucking end up just junking it someday? Or do I think that I'm really going to get into it at some point? Right now, I'm not excited to go ride it like I thought I would be. And I'll be honest, part of it's because I failed that test. I just, my confidence is shot. And I just feel like, well, right. I suck at it. So I don't want to even fuck with it. Right. And that's where I'm stuck in this loop of, <clears throat> do I really want to do it? Or am I just saying that I want to do it? Because I told myself I want to do it. Well. Uh, Go ahead. There again, I, you have, it's all about the motivation. You have to figure out why you were so excited about riding motorcycle to begin with was it a right. status thing was it a and i'm not i'm not passing judgment i'm just asking questions right. was it a status thing mm-hmm. where you want to be the cool guy that rides motorcycle right. like be able to put it on your dating profile mm-hmm. or be able to ride around town mm-hmm. and people looking at me like hey look at him he's riding a motorcycle right or was it something that you truly felt that you would enjoy doing Mm -hmm. that being on the road Mm -hmm. on two wheels Mm -hmm. with the wind in your hair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it is that is that the reason you wanted to do it right is it because you're bored out of your mind and you Mm -hmm. just need something to do right and you're looking grasping at straws for a hobby right i think before you decide on what you need to do about the motorcycle you have to figure out why you were so into the motorcycle to begin with right and i think part of it was i wanted to be a motorcycle guy yeah that's true i wanted to be able to tell people i ride a motorcycle look at this look at me uh that was part of it for sure okay uh part of it was my dad um you know he was, he was pushing pretty hard that, you know, oh, you, oh yeah, it'd be, yeah, you'd be, I'd be great for you. Yeah, you should really do it. Because as I've said, I don't know if I've said it on the show, but he's an avid rider. Uh, mm-hmm. He lives in Florida, so they ride every single day. Um, he loves it. He, he just loves it. So the part of it was pressure from, you know, he did not, not pressure like, hey, you better go do it. More of just that pressure of, 
hey, that'd be, you know, be a great idea. Like we could ride together when I come up there and you could be a rider and you could do this and you could do that. And it's so great. And I love it. And, you know, a little bit of that, mm-hmm. the, the expectation that he expects that I would be getting into it. Um, and then part of it, yeah, it's, I guess it's all three. And then part of it was, um, I need something to do. Frankly, I, I just, I need somewhere to something to go do. Mm-hmm. And that would be a thing. That would be a good one for me to do. Right. I like driving. I would feel like I would like riding. I like being out in the open roads. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be a good hobby. It would be a time consumer. Um, it's a toy. I like having little toys around and that's, that's mm-hmm. what that would be. Uh, but all that stuff has changed a little bit since I failed that test. Cause before the test, I was all gung ho about, Oh, as soon as I get my license, I'm going to be practicing every day. I'm going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can ride to Chad's. I can ride to blah, blah, blah. I can ride to here. I can ride to there. Right. And since I failed the test, I've had zero motivation to go out there and actually ride it. Part of that is confidence. Cause I suck at that. Part of it is it wasn't the instant gratification I was hoping for. Cause right. I assumed that I would pass the test. No problem. And hey, I'm up and running. I thought it would be easier to do than it is. Turns out motorcycle riding, as they said in the class and as I read online, it's a th- kind of a thing you have to practice doing. Otherwise, you lose you lose it. Mm-hmm. You can't not ride for 10 years and then get back on and be competent again. Right. You have to keep that feel for it and the balancing and the, and the turning and, the, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not going to practice, <clears throat> I'm not going to be safe out on the streets, which is a problem, not being safe on the streets, because that's going to lead to me getting hurt, Agreed. which I don't need to do. Agreed. Um, I just, but if I'm not gonna, but I guess you'd think that being new to it, I would want to be practicing right now. Cause you'd think that I'd be chomping at the bit to get out there. It's not like I got bored with it. Right. I haven't done enough to get bored with it. All the excitement of getting out there on the open road is still there, but I don't feel any motivation to go out and start practicing. I'm at the point where I'm like, well, do I even want to do this anymore? I don't know. Well, so here's the problem is, uh, I'm moving in seven weeks and well, timeline fuckery from right now. Um, and I'm going to have to take that thing out there with me. Mm -hmm. Whether I want to ride or not, it's going to have to come with me just because of logistics issues. I can't get rid of it right now. So, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I don't really know what to do anymore. I, I feel like my, with, if, I, if I'm not excited to be out there doing it, then why am I going to bother with it? Why invest energy and time into something that I'm not excited about? Mm-hmm. kind of comes back to the woman thing. Right. Why put in all the effort if you're not getting anything out of it? Right. But I haven't even given it a chance yet to get anything out of it because I haven't even been out on the roads yet. Right. So it kind of comes down to, well, you don't know if you're going to enjoy doing it until you do it. Mm-hmm. Problem is you can't do it until you're competent with it. But I don't even want to take the energy to get competent. I just don't care. Well, that probably means it's not for me. I, I, if, I, if I already lost interest, I haven't even done it yet. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it, part of it's the instant gratification thing. Yeah. Um, there are very few things I can think of hobbies or 
relationships or or whatever i i really i i don't know i can't think of anything actually that aside from watching a good movie <laughs> that gives you instant gratification without right. putting any effort in right um and I, uh, I think that the problem with me is you're right i was going to try to i was going to try to come up with a uh, you're right you're right. There's not a whole lot out there that you can just pick up and do that instantly you get satisfaction from. You're right. Because I was going to say, well, you know, because I, you know, I last year I bought that model fighter jet. Because I told my, because, you know, when I was a kid, I used to build model airplanes. You actually bought it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, I bought the glue and the paint. I bought everything for it. Mm-hmm. It's still sitting on top of my fridge unopened. Yeah. Just, you know, never got around to it. So clearly right. I'm not that excited about that. Right. Right. Um, selling antiques online. Yeah. Boy, that, I was excited about that. That took off, didn't it? Oh, never sold a single thing. Didn't even post it. No. So now I've got a kitchen half full of shit that I need to find a way to get rid of. Right. Um, I wasn't I even, I wasn't going to even going to bring that up. I no, was going to bust your right. balls on it, but no. Nah. And I got a cool logo out of it. Yeah. Paid 20 bucks for that. Yeah. Um, that's another example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, weightlifting. Yeah. Last spring when the pandemic started, I went on this manhunt to or on this hunt to find these free weights. Yeah. Because they were hard to find because everyone was buying them because it was pandemic. Yeah. Finally found a set, bought them, got them home. I was all excited. Yeah. Eh. Lifted a couple days. I did, and I've and I've gone on and off of that since then. You know, mm-hmm. over the last you know sixteen months or whatever, I've gone where I'll go a few weeks of lifting. You know, every other day like a regiment. Sure. Or like a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll, yeah, I'll give it up. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so I don't know. And I'll end up moving all the, well, I'm not gonna, the movers are gonna have to move those fucking weights, which yeah. I don't know if you've ever moved a weight set before, but nothing feels more miserable than moving <laughs> yeah. a weight set. You're moving dead weight just because it's, it's just, there's no point. It's just, right. it's like moving a concrete box. Like what the fuck am I doing? Um, but you know, that's, 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 that's where we are. Um, I just, so I don't know. I, you know, I guess I'm a guy who, what hobby am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right? Like what, what out there could I go do that on day one? I'll be like, Ooh, I'm hooked. Well, video games I've tried. Doesn't work. No golf. Tried. Didn't work. Bass guitar. Tried. Didn't work. Right. Motorcycle. Didn't work. Woodworking. Tried. Didn't work. Well, part of that is you're choosing things that require learned skills. Right. Putting together a model airplane is different. Yeah. That's not, I mean, I don't know. I mean. It takes it, patience. It, it probably wouldn't look very good, but I'm sure that I could just open a box of a model. Yeah, and put you're right. Yeah, you could. Without any but experience. to make it nice, you have to, right. it takes a lot of patience. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, but when you're talking about motorcycle and you're talking about woodworking and you're talking about the bass guitar, mm-hmm. I mean, any, any hobby or skill mm. it, it's it's very rare for someone to like you think of these virtuoso guitar players i i don't think any of them really picked up a guitar and could just wail on no it. no of course not. um you know i i i learned a guitar kind of late and that i was in high school when i decided you know mm-hmm. i wanted to learn guitar so i taught myself and it was frustrating because my fingers hurt like hell and my mm-hmm. fingers actually bled mm-hmm. and I couldn't switch between chords and it was really frustrating, but 
you know, you get to a point and you plateau and you either decide to give it up or you keep going. Mm -hmm. And I kept going and I'm at a point now where I'm not nearly as good as I wish I was. I mm -hmm. mean, if I would have practiced or it's never too late, I mean, I can, I can always start practicing more. If I would have learned scales mm -hmm. and spent more time doing the stuff that isn't quote unquote fun, maybe I'd be a good, um, I, I'd be a good lead guitar player right mm -hmm. now. But the fact is my skills are limited to rhythm guitar stuff and very minor slow lead stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm not as, I see people wail on the guitar and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. And maybe it's a skill thing. Maybe it's a practice thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I got to a point where I was just happy with, you know, where I got. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not bad, but I'm not good. I'm intermediate. Right. You know, whatever. Right. But it's not something that, and I, I, and the bottom line is that I really enjoy playing. It's mm -hmm. fun to play and I get enjoyment out of it, but it's not something that I just picked up and did. Right. You know, right. There was time and energy and practice and, right. you know, stick to as they say. Yep. Goes into it. Right. And, you know, it's just like anything in life, you get out of whatever you put into it. Right. You know, I mean, again, I, ju I just don't know that. And it's the same with riding bike. Yeah. I mean, it's not like driving a car. I mean, even driving a car takes practice. Right. No one just gets in a car and can come right. to a smooth stop and right. make turns without running into the curb. Right. And some people never get past that. Right. And, you know, but I mean, that's four, that's a box on four wheels. Right. Take away two of those wheels and you add, you know, you add the, uh, the balance thing and then the right. intricacies of switching gears and using right. the clutch and all these things that and are there's no box seen, around you anymore you're right. vulnerable yeah. and all these things that are probably foreign to right. people that drive cars right you know even i mean i know how to drive a stick in a car yeah and i know motorcycle is the same thing but that would be totally foreign to me knowing right. that the clutch is a handle and that right. the gear shift is with my foot right and then the the throttle and having to balance on top of all of that right and I, I, I just to me it just seems overwhelming and daunting right and i i mean i would never expect to be able to just jump on a bike and go right you know. And I think I did. I think I felt like because I, I mean, I know how to switch gears. I, you know, like you said, I drove a stick. Um, I know what I know. How, you know, to use, I know how to use a clutch in coordination with gears and that whole thing. But you're right; it's very different on a motorcycle because there's not there's not nearly as much forgiveness in a motorcycle, right? Mm -hmm. You hit the wrong gear in a car or truck. I mean, it might jump a little bit on you or it might kill out, but you're still balanced on four wheels and you still have a right. giant box around you. Right. Um, you, you know you stall out or kill it on a motorcycle while you're doing 30, that could be an issue, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever, or whatever you end up doing, right? Um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like if I'm going to, because the thing of it is, and it's already too late, I already spent the money, but I've, I've invested a fair amount of money into this hobby so far, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I bought the bike, um, yeah. paid for it to get totally tuned up and re- calibrated and it's all ready to go mm -hmm. um bought the helmet bought the gloves bought the fucking you know um i've got like a rain a rain jacket i got rain pants mm -hmm. um you know i've bought you know I, so i've already got a lot of money invested into it yeah and i'm not ever gonna get that money back i i, I understand that like I'm, I'm i'm gonna take a loss on that if i do decide to sell all of it but at least i get something back if I'm not going to use it, why not recoup some of it mm -hmm. and create space in my garage um, 
and not have something I have to worry about the gas going old or getting bad or fucking tuning up or whatever. But I needed to make that decision and I don't know how to make that decision. I need to decide, am I going to do it or not? Right. Uh, that's where you I'm at. You need to decide, do you want to do it or not? Right. Well, right. And I don't know. I, I say I want to do it. I tell myself I want to do it. But I'm not showing that. I'm not actually doing it. I'm not going out there and, touch and practicing. I'm not going out there and riding it around the parking lot. So I say I want to do it, but do I really want to do it? Or am I just <clears> saying <throat> it to make myself feel better? I don't know. Well, I have to decide that. I can't, I can't, you know, you can't tell me that. I have to just figure it out. Well, right. But. I mean, it's if not, it's not like you've. And hopefully I'm not talking out of turn, but you started a diet a while ago mm -hmm. and you had been, you, you'd been doing diet things on and off for yep. years yep. and they never, you know, your frosted flakes thing or whatever. Right. Sure. And that, you I know, still feel like that it worked on paper. Yeah. You know, and you stick to something until you get sick of it and then mm -hmm. you're done. Mm -hmm. But the diet thing, I, I don't even, I don't know what the, the number is at this point, right. but you actually decided for yourself that yep. this is something I need to do. This yep. is something I want to do. Yep. And I, I know as well as anyone and, and anyone that's ever tried to diet knows that that's one of the hardest things right. you could ever do. Right. In, because it's a total lifestyle change right. and it's a shock to the system and right. it takes a lot of perseverance right. and it takes a lot of effort yep. and it sucked, but you got into a routine yep. and you got used to it and you yep. kept doing it and you right. kept doing it and you started seeing results. Yep. So it's not like you bail at everything every no. time it gets tough. No. You were capable of doing that. Right. Because you decided at that point, this is something I need to do. This is something I right. want to do. Right. I'm going to do it. Right. Right. Same with the motorcycle. Right. If you determine the re and that's why I asked about the motivation. If you ask yourself why it is you really want to ride and why you were so, you know, stoked about it, if it was just a superficial thing. Right. Like, so I can look cool or right. brag to my friends about it. Right. And that minimizes a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the primary motivation was a status thing, yeah. then it's a lot tougher to back that up and actually put in the work to be good at it than right. as opposed to if it's something that you really like the idea of cruising down the highway right. and when it's 75 degrees out right. and feeling the wind in your face right. and feeling the power between your legs. And, right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's, it, if you, if that's something if you decide that your motivation is because you really want to be able to ride and it's mm -hmm. not a, a status thing, mm -hmm. then it's going to be easier for you to want to put in the effort right. and to stick to it. Right. Because anything new starting off, you're going to suck at it and you're going to fail at it. Right. That's one of the reasons I, I never got into golf. Right. I got so frustrated. Right. So that it's plus there's the paranoia thing. I'm so what I don't like about golf is that there's eyes on you all the time. Right. And I don't want to be the guy everyone's rolling their eyes at when I'm trying to tee off and right. all I hit is fucking grass. Right. Or right. I tee off and the ball goes fucking backwards. Right. You know, and then whether they laugh at me or not, in my mind, they're judging me. Right. And I feel stupid. Right. And I feel guilty for holding them up because right. I can't fucking make par. Yep. You know, and I just, I gave up on golf because 
to me, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. It wasn't worth the amount of time and effort you need to put into it to get any good at it, to right. get respectful at it. Right. It, the reason I wanted to learn golf was because some of my friends played golf. Right. And to me, that wasn't a big enough motivation. Right. Whereas guitar was something that I've always been into music. Guitar is something that I always, I really wanted to learn. I wanted to be able to play guitar. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I mean, I suppose maybe there was a cool factor involved as far as, you know, that, <laughs> that idea that guys who play guitar can get the girls. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, that's not necessarily guaranteed. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, mostly the reason my motivation behind playing guitar is because I really wanted to play guitar. Right. And so I stuck with it with the bleeding fingers and the frustration and the inability to switch chords. Right. And I just kept at it and kept at it because I really wanted to be able to do it until I got to a point where I actually could. Yep. So right. it is the motivation thing. Right. You know? And I guess I need to figure out, yeah, I don't know what mine is. I just know that, well, here's the other thing that plays into it is... I don't really have anything going on right now. Like when I'm not working, I'm not really doing anything. Right. I'm uh, not busy out on dates as you might have. People might have assumed that I'm on a lot of dates. Uh, I'm not busy out dating that often. So when I'm not working, I'm not really doing anything right now because mm -hmm. I live in a cracker box and I have nowhere to, there's nothing for me to do. Mm -hmm. But, and I, and, and even now with that being the case, I'm not going out there and messing with it or doing anything with it. Once I get, to the house and I've got stuff I need to do or feel like I need to do that doesn't require me to like practice or it, it is the curb appeal thing. Like I want it to look nice right away. I'm going to start putting all my time into that stuff. So if I'm bored now and I'm not writing it now, even while I'm bored, how much time am I going to put into it when I'm not bored? When I actually have to make time to go write it, am I going to actually put time aside to go write it? Mm -hmm. Or is it just going to sit there under a, t under a tarp? Right. It's probably just going to sit there. Because if I have to choose between, you know, um, fertilizing my grass or riding the motorcycle, I'm going to choose the grass. Or if I have to choose between waxing my lawnmower or riding the motorcycle, I'm going to wax the lawnmower. Right. So that tells me, so right now I'm bored and I'm not riding it. When mm -hmm. I'm not bored, there's no way I'm going to go ride it. So you've kind of already made up your mind. Probably. Though. Maybe I'm done, hmm. which creates a new problem in the sense that now I got to get rid of the fucking thing. Well, I, I mean, I have to go sell it now. Well, I'm not going to sell it. I, well, I won't sell it in the next couple months here, but at some point I'm gonna have to sell it. Yeah. Whether that's next summer or whenever, um, which kind of sucks because I was really excited about it. But that's back when I thought I could just get on it and just ride. I thought it was like a bicycle. Well, even bicycle you have to practice on to be able right. to stay upright. But I figured since I already know how to ride a bicycle, the motorcycle wouldn't be a hard transition. Right, but... Turns out it is. When you got on the bike for the first time, did, did you just ride? No. You fell over a few right. times. Right, And it took practice. Right. Right. So... But I didn't have a choice. I had to learn how to do that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to ride my bike to my friend's house five blocks away. Right. With a motorcycle... A Huh? Well, you know what I'm saying though, right? Yes, I know what you're saying. But with a motorcycle thing, or or better better way to put it, when I was a kid, all your buddies are riding bikes. You don't want to be the only one who can't ride a fucking bike because how are you going to hang right. out? Right. The motorcycle thing, I don't have anyone close to me that rides a motorcycle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I really need it for anything. I don't need it to go right. It's not like I've got one guy where I'm like, oh man, me and Steve are going to ride every fucking weekend we have available. Right. I don't have that guy. Right. There's nothing that's pushing me to ride this thing. It has to just be my own interest of wanting to do it, mm-hmm. which I doesn't seem like it's there at this point. No. Now, maybe I hold on to it for a year. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe next spring the bug hits me and I'm like, oh, hey. I feel really good. I want to get out there. Maybe. But I don't know. Well, uh, you know, I think it's probably dead, right? Am I, are we just, should we just call it? Is it uh, dead? I, cause it's not a fuck. Yes. That's for sure. If it was fuck. Yes. I'd have been out there all day yesterday. And I didn't even think about it. Right. I watched, I watched army of the dead, which by the way, good, pretty good. Yeah. It's not a classic. It's not going to get any, you know, win any awards. Well, most horror movies don't. No. Um, I bet it's stylistic as fuck because Zack Snyder is pretty. It is. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool movie. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know, you know. From who Zack Snyder is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He directed 300. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. 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 Um, It doesn't have a lot of that kind of stuff in it. I mean, it doesn't have the slow motion kind of shit. But but yeah, it's a cool looking movie. I'll say that. Sure. Um, I'll tell you what hooked me on that movie. Mm. Anyone that has Netflix is the trailer on Netflix that has Kenny Rogers seeing the gambler over the trailer. Have I you seen the trailer no, on Netflix? I haven't. No. Oh man. That's what hooked me on that movie is that the trailer is the soundtrack for it is the gambler by Kenny Rogers, hmm. but they kind of updated it to kind of make it, uh, it's kind of, they added some like different stuff to it. Hmm. It's a really cool trailer. The way they have the music playing over it. That's what hooked me on that movie. Hmm. Um, anyway. So yeah, yesterday I watched that and I yeah. don't remember what else I did. I fuck, I fucking took a nap for a while. Yeah. I sat and stared at the ceiling for a while. Mm-hmm. Not, no point did I say, I better go out and get on the bike. Well, it's dead. Right. Let's just call it. I mean, right? I, why am I fucking around with it? Here's what sucks is if I'm going to get rid of it, I still, I, 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 I can't, I don't have the, again, there's some, there's some issues that are preventing me from selling it before I move. I'm going to have to take it out to the house to get rid of it. And it just sucks that I'm going to have to put it back on a trailer, take it, drive it to haul it out to the house, unload it again, and then just to sell it. Why couldn't you sell it before you move? Because the title thing. Oh, right. Last right, spring right, when Eric right. sold it to me. Yep. Right. Okay. I couldn't get in because the pandemic stuff, yep. I couldn't get the title switched over. Right. I still haven't. And you have to do it in person. Yeah. And, and I need to decide. Now I got to make an appointment, which is like three months need, out. Yep. It's a whole okay. pain in the ass right. now. Yep. Anyone who's trying to do the DMV stuff recently knows what I'm talking about. It's a complete mm-hmm. fucking headache now. Right. Um, hey, Eric, I know you're listening. Sorry. I didn't get the title switched over right away, but don't worry. I'll get it switched over before I sell it. I'm not going to fuck around. You know, I'm not going to fuck around with it. Right. So I got to get the title switched over before I sell it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, again, so now I've got to haul it out to the house, bank room in the garage for it and then sell it, you know, this fall probably, which probably is a dumb time to sell it. Cause no one's going to be riding bike through the winter. So I'm probably better off just keeping it through the winter and then next spring sell it. Mm. I'll just have to make sure I start it, you know, keep it in good, decent shape. That way it starts when the next guy shows up. Right. Let me ask you. Or this. do I take it to a used bike dealership and just sell it outright? Take my thousand bucks and walk away. That's maybe a better option. But now I've got the rain gear. I got the helmet. I got the all oh, the gloves. I'll keep because they're kind of cool. But the helmet, I might as well get rid of. I'm never gonna need that again. When you took the course, yeah. 
up until the test, mm-hmm. that Saturday when you spent all day writing, mm-hmm. did you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. I did. There was, I mean, there was anxiety involved. There was some, you know, I was, I was a little apprehensive because I didn't want to crash in front of everybody. I didn't want to wipe out. I didn't want to mm-hmm. dump it, you know? Sure. But yeah, I mean, the, the stuff I was good at felt really good. Well, sure. Like riding the, 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 the kind of the gradual curves and speeding up a little bit and going faster. Mm-hmm. That stuff felt good. Doing the tight turns didn't feel good at all. No, I hated that. Because from, from the beginning, I, I wasn't very good at those and I, my, I didn't have confidence in doing them. The, when we would practice the U-turns, I didn't feel, I never felt good about those. It always felt like I was going to fucking lay it down. But the, the, the more gradual high speed curves and that kind of stuff, I yeah, I had fun with that. So after the day Saturday, yeah. were you generally overall feeling like this was this was a good day, this was fun, yeah. I enjoyed yeah, this, I, think I so. liked being yeah. on the bike? Because I told myself, well, you'll get the you'll get the tight turn stuff. It's just more practice. That's what I kept telling myself. And then when I failed the test, I was like, oh, fuck it. I don't think it's for me. I fucked it up. Well, as you pointed out, you know, whatever, a quarter of our class failed, mm-hmm. which is probably, I mean, I would assume most classes, that's that's probably a pretty regular number. You know, two or three out of 12 probably fail. That's why they have an entire class just for people who failed the first time. Sure. Because that many people fail. Right. And odds are, if I really were to practice and put some energy into this, I would probably pass the second time. Mm-hmm. But I don't even have the desire to go out and practice to get better to go pass the second time. Well, and again, is that because you don't want to do it? Or is it because you were so turned off by the failure? I don't know. Am I inside my own? I, I know I'm inside my own head. That's for sure part of it. I'm already telling myself I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ever going to be able to do it because I failed it already. I failed the test. And then in my head that equates to, well, you're never going to be able to do it, which isn't a healthy way to look at things, but that's how I think I've been that way my whole life. Yeah. But if I get told, or if I get the sign that I suck at something, I just, I just won't do it again. I'm not real good at, I'm, I'm not real tenacious. I won't go back and keep trying until I get good at something. You have been rejected and frustrated with online dating, but you keep writing to people because I ended, you have a short fuse yep. and you do take breaks, yep. but you get, you know, it, you get back on the bike, right. so to speak. Right. Um, and failure hasn't stopped you there. No, I you, want, I want to find someone that bad that I'm willing to keep going back to the well. The motorcycle thing, I don't feel that nearly that strong. Sure. I could give that up tomorrow and probably wouldn't really miss it. Hmm. Which probably means it's a fuck no. Right? Well. <sighs> if I'm not willing to practice, I'm never going to be comfortable on it. If if you have if you have zero interest yeah. in putting in the time to get good at it to the point where it's something you can thoroughly enjoy, then it's probably, you know, yeah. Right. And it's not just a thing of, it's not like, I, like we said, it's not like woodworking where, Oh man, Oh geez. I fucked up that corner. I should probably should have done this differently or done that differently. I could kill myself not being competent on this thing. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to be doing a hundred and some miles an hour down the highway. Right. But if you don't know how to handle it, if you, you know, if you're not comfortable on that thing, you could get hurt pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it'll be another car that hits me. I'm saying I could fuck it up and crash. Right. I could take a corner too, too fast and fucking wipe out and lay it down. Yeah. 
Right. So this isn't a thing where I there's nothing where I've got nothing to lose. I've got something to lose here. If I don't make myself competent on it, I could really hurt myself. Mm-hmm. No, I I won't. I know, I know, yeah, I know. You're not going to argue that, but I'm just saying yeah. that you know the difference. I'm you know you point. I'm right. You see the difference. I'm like model building. Ah oh, shit. I fucking put too much glue on it. Nah, no big deal. <laughs> right. All right. Whatever. Right. Wood building the fucking horse, the rocking horse. I fucked that up good, but I didn't lose any limbs and I don't have any road rash. Right. So maybe I'm a guy who, if I'm going to get into a hobby, maybe I need to find something a little less perilous. Maybe base jumping and skydiving and motorcycling aren't really the kind of stuff I should be going after. Right. Have you thought about parkour? Yeah, right. I, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I can't do a somersault standing, much less running into one. Um, but you're, but yeah, so I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. So I guess the more I think about it, the more I just wonder, maybe I'm just out. And it sounded cool. And I think I would have enjoyed it. I think I would enjoy it, but I don't want to go through the learning of how to figure out how to do it. I want to just be able to do it. And that's what I thought it would be. I thought I could just get on it and just go. Yeah. And if that were the case, I think I would totally be into it. Right. But I don't think I have the patience to, to practice. I just don't, I don't want to have to practice. I want to just go do it. Well, there again, it's the whole. I don't want to, I don't want to crawl, walk, run. I just want to run. Right. But again, how many things can you do? I don't know. Not very many, probably. Yeah. Life I, that don't require. Right. Time and effort put yeah. into them. Even jerking off takes practice till you know what you like. <laughs> right. Left hand or right hand. Inverse or the other way. Right? Anything takes practice Outside of breathing and blinking <laughs> And shitting And shitting, I'm good at that I was good at that right away, I bet I don't know for a fact, but I would assume as a little youngster I was probably pretty regular <laughs> Well So, I don't um, know I, I just I think I think if I'm not willing to go practice Because here's, here's my other fear Is eventually I get sick of, of waiting and I just get to the point where I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to take it out and go. We'll see what happens. Mm. And that's a dumb idea. Right. But I feel like I could get to that point where I'll just lose patience and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go fucking ride down the road and see what happens. Mm. That's stupid. Yeah. But I could see myself doing it if I get sick of worrying about it, sick of thinking about it. Right. Well. And I got to pay. And, and, and there's, you know, and it's not like it doesn't cost me anything. I got to pay insurance every fucking year on it. I got to have tabs on it every year. I got to keep gas in it. I got to maintain it. I got to. Right. So what am I doing? What am I putting all that money if I'm never actually going to go fucking ride the thing? Well, right. Right. I mean, I mean that's, you know, it's yeah. not like I could just sit it on the shelf and never think about it again. Right. Right. No, it, it does make sense to keep it and, you know, keep, you know, like you said, maintaining it in the tabs and the insurance and stuff. It, if, if you know for a fact that it's never right. going to happen. Right. But I think, um, I think it's dangerous to say, well, maybe I'll feel differently next year. Right. And Agreed. just keep it. Right. And because, you know, like you said, that could easily, you could tell yourself that every year. Like, right. Eh, maybe next year. Right. Eh, maybe next year. And for 20 years, you know? I've got this giant thing taking up space in the garage. Right. And, uh, and, and it gets <clears> to the point where it gets so old and decrepit sitting in the garage that when I go to sell it, I'm going to get a lot less for it because the tires are fucking shot because mm -hmm. it's been sitting for five, 10 years. Right. Or whatever. Right. Or it's so old that nobody wants it. I don't know. Mm. I mean, it's already old. It's already 20 years old. 25 years old. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just find something. You know what part of it is too, though? And, it, and it, it's just, it's a difference in the machinery. But when I was in high school, um, I got the opportunity to, my dad got four wheelers from somebody 
uh, some friend of his, he was borrowing them for something. And uh, I remember that is a thing that you just get on it and just go. Uh, there was no shifting. There's no balance involved. It's four wheelers. You literally mm -hmm. sit on it and push the button and you go forward. <laughs> and it's got a brake. Right. That's all there is to it. There's no balancing anything. You're, you've got them, you're on four wheels. You're on a box right. or on a square device. Right. Snowmobiles, same thing. I've, I've ridden a snowmobile once in my life that I've driven. And it was the same exact thing. You just get on it and push the button and you go. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of, I had a hell of a lot of fun with that. The right. one time I had a blast riding those four wheelers. Sure. There was no learning curve. Uh, you just get on it and push the button and you go. Right. Mm -hmm. It's fast or slow as you want. doesn't matter. There's no, there's not the only risk in that is you go too fast and you know, or you hit Don't a fence or, steer or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, just right. stuff that, you know, but, but the average person can get on a four wheeler and ride it down the street with mm -hmm. no problem. Right. I think that's kind of what I was anticipating with this. I kind of felt like anybody could just get on this and go. And it's, it's, it's occurred to me that that's not how this motorcycle, there's a different beast. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more involved in this than just pushing a button and enjoying the ride. Right. Yeah. I think a boat would be the same kind of thing. Not that I'm going to buy a boat, but you know, I think a boat would be similar. Anybody could sit in a boat. Here's the steering wheel. Here's the thing you push forward to go forward. Mm. Cool. Here I go. There's not, there's not really a learning curve. What, you know, right. You go to turn, you just turn. Yeah. And you have to figure out the stopping to say, you know, there's stuff you got to figure out, but there, you know, you're not going to kill yourself learning to drive a boat. Unless you can't swim. Well, you'd have and to you, tip over. You, I mean, yeah, I suppose if you could crash the boat right. into someone else, right. but like, <clears throat> so I think that's what I, that's what I think I anticipated motorcycling to be. And it's not, it requires practice, mm -hmm. which I don't have the time. Or the, I do have the time. I don't have the patience for. So that, so then the folks are probably asking, why don't you buy a four wheeler then? Well, yeah, but where am I going to ride that fucking thing? Right. Up and down the street. Right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. right. Uh, snowmobile. I guess I could get into snowmobiling. Where I'm going to be living, I'm sure there's plenty of snowmobiles, uh, you know, space I could go out and ride. True. But I hate winter. Yeah. Why would I do that? You do hate winter. I could buy a boat. <laughs> but I can't swim. But what am I going to do with a boat by myself? I don't fish. Right. Just go out and fucking drive around the water and go back home? Well, I think you're limiting yourself to certain vehicles you could purchase that would be fun to ride. Right. I mean, I, That's what I I'm doing. I don't know that. Yeah. Because I had a lot of fun snowmobiling and four-wheeling. Yeah. But I just, unless you have a place to go with those, what are you going to do with them? Right. So that's why the motorcycle was slick, because everyone can go somewhere on that. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the, I just don't have it. We'll see. Right now, it's not looking good. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're right, right in that if, if you're not, uh, if you're not heavily invested in it and the motivation isn't there, it's, it's better to just throw in the towel than right. to say, fuck it. I'm, I'm done practicing. Right. I'm just going to go hit the highway. Right. Right. You know, yeah. I think I'm better off. Yeah. That's, that's certainly. Right. So I've got to think about it, I guess, some more, but either way, I'm going to have to haul it out to the house, which as you're aware is going to require the trailer again. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not confident enough to ride it out there. Right. So back on the trailer. Yeah. Which is always an adventure for me and you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we've gotten, we've gotten a little better at it. Kind second of. time was, it was, second time it was more upright. Yep. The, yep. the strap tension was more equal on yep. all sides. Yeah. So third time so, we'll be pros. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. One more <laughs> quick story and then we'll shut her down. Um, so last winter I bought a vehicle, um, last spring about a year ago you did almost exactly a year ago now it's got a it's got a, one of those lids over the gas cap cover over the gas cap hole 
Like most cars have the little lids because nobody wants to look at the gas cap apparently anymore. Right. Whatever. And there's a, either a button or a lever inside your car that you push or pull to get that little it door to flip open. Yep. yep. Now, last winter, I was sitting at a holiday gas station. I had, I was at like, I didn't even have miles to empty. Like it was red, flashing red. It said miles to, or uh, whatever it said, remaining to empty was at like, it's just like NA. Like I was low on fuel, Maverick. <laughs> sitting at a gas station, middle of winter, fucking cold as shit. I have to get gas. I didn't even know if I had enough gas to get to another gas station, mm-hmm. right? So that's how low I was. Push the button to pop the lid. Go out there. Nothing. Have I told this story? No. Okay. I don't think Push so. Push the button. Lid to me, you have. I don't think on the okay, show. Though. Okay. Push the button. Nothing happens. Hmm. Push the button again. Nothing happens. Push it a few more times. Nothing happens. And it occurs to me, I wonder if the lid is frozen shut. The little mechanism in there is frozen shut, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, hmm. Well, I don't have the gas to make it to the repair shop to get them to figure out a way to open this. What am I going to do? Now, I had I had a, a, a generator and a hairdryer. I could have plugged in my hairdryer and probably hair dried the little mechanism from outside the door mm-hmm. and it probably would have opened. I didn't right. have that. Right. And I'm out of gas. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had to get gas. So I took out my knife. Oh, finally, you got to use your mm, knife. Finally. Finally, you got but to use a knife. I tried sticking it in the gap between the lid and the body of the car, and I couldn't get in there. The, the, the gap was too tight for my blade. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even use that to pop it open. So I'm standing there at the gas station. I'm wondering, what the fuck am I going to do now? I can't get to the gas cap. So uh, in a moment of, well, you got to do what you got to do. I stuck my fingers kind of halfway in between the lid and the body of the vehicle and just pulled and I ripped it off. Mm-hmm. I just fucking ripped off the lid. Yeah. Uh, busted it pretty good yeah. on the inside. <laughs> but gas cap opened right up. Put gas in it. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah. And then I drove around for a long time without a gas lid. <laughs> right. um, well, uh, a few months ago, I talked to a guy, uh, well, Ryan, and he's like, yeah, uh, I think you could, because I was asking him, how do I fix this? I don't want to have to go to a dealership. What's that going to cost me? Right. I mean, I'm a guy who fixes everything himself. You know that. How hard can it be? It's, right? It just never ends. I, anything. So I, <laughs> uh, I went and bought some plastic epoxy. You know that it's serious shit when they call it epoxy and not glue. Right. It's good shit. It's yeah. for bonding plastics. Yeah. And it funny it was called the brand name is jb weld that's right which i thought was funny um so i bought that and uh i came to chad because i said you know what this might require a little more manual dexterity than i'm capable of or patience i guess if you want to call it that (laughs) because here's the thing if you're going to glue the lid back on you better glue it on in the right exact right spot because there's only a little tiny threshold between the lid and the body Right. If you have it off at all, it's not going to close correctly. Right. So I came over here. We went to Home Depot. We bought the epoxy. Yeah. And uh, we came back here and uh, we fucking fixed it. I, you know, I don't you mm-hmm. know. Right? Yeah. I don't think we get into the gory details. We fixed it. And no, folks, it didn't take four tries. No, mm-hmm. we didn't have to redo it five times. We did it on the first try. Did we not? We did, but I will say yeah. that I was part of that process. I was very offended by you. 
So what had happened is JB, basically the uh, the plastic part underneath the lid that connects to the plastic part on the arm, it had to fit like exactly, uh-huh. and it had to be slid back a little bit, uh-huh. and then the the uh, pressure had to be applied, mm-hmm. and when you know so i basically kind of he gunked the stuff on there and then i sort of held the, yeah. the lid in place right and jb applied the epoxy yeah. not glue mind you no but epoxy. plastic epoxy yeah and we and it had to sit for like 30 minutes for the plat for the right. for the epoxy to bond right and to harden and bond and so after we were pretty sure it was secured enough epoxy had been applied kind of let go of it and it was just sitting there but over time Notice that you could still push on the lid in the arm and and there was still a gap. You basically would have had to hold it tight in right. contact for 30 minutes. Right. So I said, you know, in JB it said, you know, what would really be good is if we had a clamp. Mm. And I'm like, well, let me, let me go check and see. Mm. And I went inside and mm-hmm. sure as shit, I found a clamp. Yeah. And I came back outside mm-hmm. and the look of awe yeah. on your face. I couldn't believe it. And why do you have a clamp? I was so. F- That's what I said. Why wouldn't I? Well, you're not exactly Bob Vila. Like, why would you just have a clamp laying around? You know, I have some tools. I, I've never seen them in person. I've heard of them. I don't know what your hammer looks like. I don't like. have. A, I don't have a garage full of tools. I don't have. No, I'm not Bob Vila. But no. you, you know that I, I have some tools. Yeah, I've heard of them. You've seen the skill saw in my basement bathroom. No, I've never shit down there. Oh. I heard about it. I don't have anywhere to put it, so I just oh. put it in my bathroom down oh. there. But yeah, mm. I've got a drill that I loaned to that girl I was talking about and still mm. haven't gotten it back. No, you're not good. That's dead. No, yeah, that's, she probably gave it to some other back. guy. Um, but the look on your face when yeah. you came out with the clamp yeah. and then you had the gall to be like, boy, is this going to scratch my paint? Yeah, I did say that. Fuck you, man. Which is dumb because I just ripped it off with my hands five right. months earlier. Yeah. And it had rubber... It had rubber coating on yeah. the on the tips. Right, right. It did. You're right. Fucking and asshole. And I'll be honest, it saved the Not day. only was it such a shock that I would have a clamp, but the clamp I did have, you were thinking it wasn't good enough. Yep, you're right. But guess what? It was good enough. It saved the day. It really, it really did, did. Because otherwise, we'd have had to stand there and hold it for 30 minutes. Right. Hold it tight. Right. Um. So yeah, we put the clamp on there. Yeah. Let it sit for a half hour, took the clamp off, shut it, made sure it lined up correctly. It all worked out right. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, now but mm. remember mm-hmm. we so we shut the lid yeah you went to test it yeah you push the button yeah and you're like we good i'm like uh nope right you're like fuck you you came back out mm-hmm. and actually it didn't work yeah it didn't open yeah and your thought was oh maybe there's just some glue that got seeped out onto mm-hmm. something else just kind of stuck so you being the brute force guy yeah. you just kind of gave it a nice push yeah and kind of you know to try to break, break free it loose yeah any whatever yeah. you went and tried it again yeah. and then bam, it worked it so the brute perfectly. force worked for once it did um it did. and it and hasn't fucked up since has nope, it ever since it's a perfect perfect as uh, it's good as new yeah how hard can it be and i'm not going to do this because i'll fuck it up but you could that stuff is sandable and paintable oh the epoxy is yeah. so you could sand it down and paint it to make it look like there's nothing there yeah I, i'm gonna just leave it alone yeah yeah um, and now people are wondering, well, how are you going to stop that from happening in the future? Good question. Yeah. One, I Googled the problem. Turns out that my vehicle, a lot of people have that issue in Northern climates because the way that they design the mechanism is just sucks. It's a, it's a design error. The, the button isn't 
the device isn't strong enough to, to break through the little ice crystals that form inside the mechanism. Mm-hmm. So it's a common issue. Uh, but in talking to Ryan, he said, well, you could just pack a little grease inside the lie, inside the mechanism. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it doesn't need lubrication. I just need to keep the water out. And he's like, well, no, the grease will be in the space. So water has nowhere to go. There's nowhere for the water to go. There's grease in there and grease won't freeze. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done that part yet, but before winter comes, I got to put a little bit of grease in there. So you are going to do that. Yeah. But he warned me, don't overdo the damn grease. Yeah. Because that can be a mess. Yeah. Well, you know me, I'm not one to overdo anything. No. No. So I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to really be conscious about how much grease I'm putting in the mechanism. Just a dab will do you probably. I don't know that I need a ton. (laughs) But if it gets, but if I put too much in, every time I go to open the gas lid, there's going to be grease everywhere. I'm probably going to get it all over my shirt and my sleeve and my arm and everything else. So I'm going to have to be... You have enough problems keeping food off your shirt when you eat. Right. Much less grease all over my fucking sleeves and my jacket and everything else. Because grease would be... I mean, that doesn't come out. That's just there. Right. right. So yeah, this this fall, I'm going to have to put a little dab of grease in there and see if that works. Do you think it will? I don't know. He thinks it will. And I might as well believe him because I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. He knows more about cars than I do. I don't know what the other solution would be. I don't know how else you fix it. I don't know how else you'd do it. Unless you just do what you did before and just use brute strength to open it and hope that the epoxy is worth it and right. can keep the seal right. so that you don't break it again. Right. Or my other idea was, and we didn't do this, and I'm thankful we didn't, my original idea was to take the lid, um, cut a little notch out of the end where the mechanism is, oh, yeah, right. and sand it smooth, <laughs> right. glue it on. That way, if it ever happens again, I've got somewhere to stick the knife in to pop it open. <laughs> yeah. But then it occurred to me that if I ever go to sell it, the dealers would be like, that's <laughs> not factory. Do? <laughs> Why do you have a notch in your gas lid? Right? So I didn't do that. <laughs> Which is a good thing. That would have worked though, I think. Well, if you would have gotten the notch to, if you would have been able to cut it, the notch and yeah. sand it down without it. Making it look all like an ass. Up, yeah. Right. It would look like shit. I mean, hobby horse. Right. <laughs> How hard can it be? Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Which is why I'm not going to sand and paint the epoxy in there because I feel like I'll go nuts. Right. You'll uh, sand it down to nothing and suddenly there'll be no bond. And then it'll fall off. Fall off. Really, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just not real good at some things. I don't know what it is. I keep telling myself I'll be okay at it. And I don't. Well. I'm not good with delicate, like delicate stuff. You know? No. Which is why I was surprised that you were into the model airplane stuff. Cause... Yeah. When I was a kid, I really liked it. Hmm. Apparently, as I've gotten older, I've gotten less patient with things. Maybe that's what it is. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's it. That's our story. And we're sticking to it. We will uh, hopefully be back soon with some guests, and we'll be back on. Damn right. Thank you. You going to go home and ride the bike? Uh, no, I'm going to poop in your bathroom. Okay. And then I'm going to go to Harbor Freight. Mm. For the folks out there that know what Harbor Freight is. I don't know what that no. is. It's kind of like a knockoff. Uh, they sell like uh, tools and equipment, garage stuff. So like Home Depot? No, they don't sell like lumber and shit. They sell like floor jacks, drills, hammers, um, air guns, nailer, nailing guns, compressors. They sell that kind of stuff. They okay. don't sell like any building materials. It's all tools. Okay. But everything they sell is kind of like off-brand. So sometimes you don't really know what you're getting for the money. What do you need there? Uh, I'm going to go look at ladders. I'm going to need a ladder for the house. 
I thought maybe I'd pick it up now and save the time of having to buy it later. I, you know? Okay. And then you're starting to think, where are you going to store the goddamn thing? No, I'm, I'm starting sure. to think why Home Depot has those. Why? why? A better price at Harbor Freight. But it's a knockoff brand. You really want to cut corners on quality on a fucking ladder? I don't know if it matters. That's the thing is you got to weigh, is it going to matter or not? Like some stuff, the knockoff is just as good as the name brand. Yeah. Uh, we're not, not, <laughs> I don't know. We're not talking about a drink coaster here. We're talking no. about a fucking ladder. Yeah, right. That right. needs to support your weight at yeah. high heights. Yeah. I'm going to have to go look and see how they, how they look. I've never heard of Harbor Freight. Yeah. Huh. Well, you would, it's not a place that you would go. I, there's nothing there that you would go look at. Hmm. It's literally just like shop tools and garage tools and that kind of shit. See, I would just go to Home Depot if I needed anything like that. Right. And I could get a ladder there, but it's going to cost a lot more. Hmm. But it's a name brand. Right. What's so again, a name brand of a ladder? Like a Warner. Okay. Um, but then again, does, does brand name matter or can you get by with something a little less namey? Right. Well, we did a show on cheap shit. <laughs> it's like and I think the general uh, consensus was that you get what you pay for. Yeah, typically so, you do. Yeah, you know, maybe well, take that into consideration. Yeah, I'll have to whatever. go look around. If you're going to save five dollars on a ladder, better save that five dollars. <laughs> you know, that's a blizzard. Well, put that toward my ER visit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Hey, you know what? Speaking of blizzards, uh-huh. I actually tried something different the other oh, day. Oh, you did? What'd you get? I tried the, what do they call? The raspberry fudge oh, something. Yeah. Um, so it was raspberries that were mixed in. So the ice cream looked kind of pink. Uh-huh. And then it had like little crunchy fudge wafer type uh-huh. things and then soft fudge chunks. Uh-huh. And it was good. Oh, but it was no peanut butter cup. Blizzard. No. So you're back on that now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's just no beating that. No. That's the best. I don't know that is. I would get a blizzard with a fruit base anyway. Too healthy. Well, it's fruit. Like, call it a smoothie at that point, couldn't you? That's right. You don't like fruity candy either. No. You're all about the chocolate. Right. So you don't like Skittles or Starburst or Airheads. I like or pink Starburst. Sour Patch Kids or. No. You're more of a Snickers. That's, that's why I buy the fruity Mars. candy for Halloween, because then I'm not going to eat it all. Hmm. If I bought chocolate candy for Halloween, I'd eat it all before Halloween got there. I like fruity candy. I know you do. So yeah. does my kid. Yeah. That's what she gets for dinner every day. That is not what she gets for dinner every day. You make me sound like I'm the worst parent ever. Nah, you're right. She gets pizza rolls every day. Fuck off. <laughs> she needs the nutrients. They're nutrient dense. <laughs> pizza rolls? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Cupcakes. Thank you. We're having cupcakes for breakfast, darling. You're a, you're a dick. <laughs> now that I'm going to have a full kitchen, I'll be cooking full meals for her. You know, right now it's more of a, you know, it's a space issue. I can't cook, you know, that little tiny kitchen. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> how, can a, how can a maestro do his magic well, in such yeah. limited space? Oh, you know, nowhere am I going to put anything. <laughs> I need more counter space. <laughs> Shit's going to change. Question. Yeah. I'm wondering, mm. how do you chop an onion? And I know we're just kind of blather, but it, it, I just, when you talked about cooking, I thought about the gloves and then I thought about the fact that you use gloves when you cut an onion and yep. now I'm thinking, oh, how does he cut an onion? Well, I just read an, an article the other day that I'm probably doing it wrong. I should clarify, not because there are different ways to cut an onion depending on what you're looking for, but mm-hmm. how do you dice an onion? 
I would always cut it in half okay. and then cut it into the rings and then chop up the rings is what I usually do. Oh, do you know that there's a super awesome, easy, fast way to dice a whole onion? Go ahead. So they're the, the butt of the onion uh -huh. and then the, the tip of the onion. Uh -huh. So I, I don't know what they're called, but mm -hmm. there's the one with all the, the strands, uh -huh. the things that stick out of the mm -hmm. edge. Okay. The other end mm -hmm. that has the, just kind of like a uh -huh. stemmy thing cut towards that. Uh -huh. So you cut that end off uh -huh. and then you cut the onion in half. Uh -huh. Okay. Peel off all the layers and stuff. Mm -hmm. You take one, the half of the onion, you hold it in the hand and lengthwise you do two lengthwise cuts into the onion. Mm -hmm. Be careful. So you don't cut your hand. Uh -huh. Okay. So that two lengthwise cuts into the onion lengthwise and you lay it down flat mm -hmm. and you go through vertically mm -hmm. lengthwise mm -hmm. and cut across the onion yep. and then you turn it sideways mm -hmm. and then you cut down to the, the tip okay. and it's all diced for you. Huh. So it doesn't require you to just like aimlessly chop. Right. You do two cuts, mm -hmm. some vertical cuts and then and it's all diced. Huh. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's really slick. Huh. Saves a lot of time. Yeah. Huh. You should try it. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. You got to poop, don't you? No, I just, that's a great story. Thank you. You said you like to cook. I'm just trying to I, help. No, I. I don't think you really do like to cook. No, I, I love cooking. I hate doing dishes. Yeah, but you don't even want to learn how to cut an onion easily and efficiently. Fuck you off. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you. I know why I don't want to learn how to cut the onion that way, because it'll take practice. That's uh, probably part of it, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just smash the goddamn thing. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. All righty. Thank you. Okay, bye.